to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, it is star style time. Hello, power partners. This is the informational playground. Star style, be the star you are. And I am Cynthia Bryan. The show is brought to you uh, from Be the Star You Are charity and empowerment nine um, an empowerment 501c3 that works to help youth women and families so we're glad that you are here with us today in our show we're going to be talking about scams in the entertainment industry and how technology is playing a major part in that in segment two we go into the garden you know how much i love gardening And we'll be talking about growing your own vegetables. And even if you just have a patio or a pot somewhere or a windowsill, you can still grow something that will help you be healthy and happy and, you know, get you excited. And then finally, wireless technology. It's on the brink of a major breakthrough with 5G mobile Internet. It's going to put the speed of fiber connectivity in everything we do. So what is the connected world going to look like? We're going to find out in just a bit. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, reminding you that it is the final day we have until midnight uh, tomorrow, actually, so a little bit more than 24 hours for you to buy your tickets to the Oakland A's and the Los Angeles Angels baseball game that will be happening on June 15th. Please go to be the star you are.org, click on events and you'll see a, a link that where you can buy your tickets directly. And I, I really would like you to buy um, tickets for your friends and family too. So make sure to do that. Be the star you are.org. This is from Anna Freud. Creative minds have always been known to survive any kind of bad training. Hmm. I guess we have to think about that one a little bit. Well, I've been in the entertainment business for a very long time, like four decades now. We're close to four decades. And for most of that time, I was really able to recognize scams, and for the last 30 years, I've been advising clients and coaching people on how to stay away from scams, get into acting, modeling, or you know, commercials, films, television the right way, stay away from all these places out there that are just trying to get your money and separate you from your wallet. But Across a lot of websites, there's been an increase in the number of internet scams that are targeting actors and models. And I just want to bring some things to your attention that you need to be on the lookout for because the number of security measures in place that places like Backstage has to keep scammers off of like Backstage.com is grand, but you're still going to run into scammers. And 
this is going to happen with all the casting it, because what's happened in our world of casting is that where we used to go in on auditions and our agent would call us now for the most part, everything is done via the internet and via emails and and there's, you know, LA casting and SF casting and all the different casting bureaus. So when you're looking at casting calls on any site or when you're receiving messages from casting personnel that you have not worked with in the past, I really would like you to keep your eye out for these warning signs. And there's more popping up every day. In fact, Next month, I'm going to do a whole show on some cybersecurity and things that are happening because it's getting scarier and scarier, the hacks that are going on. So first of all, some of these, of course, you're going to already know because in the early days of the Internet, we had all the Nigerian schemes, which, you know, it seemed laughable in a way, you know, where you were uh, emailed and told that somebody had passed away and they were leaving you millions of dollars and all you had to do was contact this. And I remember in the early days of the internet, I would get these, you know, get these emails and I would just respond saying, thank you very much, but no, thank you. But the reality is, is you don't want to click on anything. You don't want to spend anything. So the first thing obviously is bad grammar. The majority of scams are from foreigners with a very poor understanding of the English language and even a poorer internet um, understanding of the terminology that we use in the internet industry. You know, every industry has their own way of of speaking and uh, the acting and modeling world are no different. So it's very common for scammers to write out their email addresses in odd ways using spaces, parentheses, brackets, or other special characters in the middle of their addresses. And they may have some really nonsensical job titles and obviously fake names like, you know, Johnny Freelancer. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, that should be a warning sign right there. The second thing, obviously, and this is something that's always been, is any prepayment. No real legitimate product will offer to pay you anything up front before you've actually done any work for them. Now, scammers, however, will frequently offer to pay up front, and they try to gain your trust that way. But, of course, you're not going to ever get any real money from them. Because then they want to trick you into revealing your banking details to them so that they can actually take all of your money. So you don't ever want to uh, do any of that. A check sent in the mail. A popular prepayment method among scammers is to FedEx or priority mail a check to their intended victim to gain their trip. Now, obviously, the check is going to bounce within a few days after you deposit it. And what will happen, then you get costs, you know, you're going to get all the costs for that bounce check. But what the scammers are trying to do is trick you into sending them money before you discover that their check is worthless. False identities. Now, scammers will sometimes use the names of real people and real companies. And that's what's really scary. And they may even link to the real websites of the people that they're pretending to be. And that's why it's incredibly important that you check the scammer's email address, their phone number, any project details against the details of the real people, and you'll find that they don't match up. Now, often just in regular scams, if you look at your email, 
because I'm sure all of you get this on a regular basis. I know I do. I'll get um, emails from Wells Fargo Bank. I don't bank at Wells Fargo Bank, but I get these emails saying that my account's going to be closed unless I change my password or uh, click on this thing, whatever. So we all get those kinds of uh, emails. And if you do look at the email address, it might say Wells Fargo's Bank. But in reality, it might have an extra S on it or an E or, you know, might have a different letter. Uh, So you have to be careful. The next thing is modeling jobs. Now, the majority of the casting scams are for modeling jobs. And the real reason for this, I believe, is because modeling is not governed by any of the unions. Now, the on-camera acting jobs, unless it's a non-union project, which there are plenty, that we do have Screen Actors Guild um, and after, well, it's now called SAG after because they merged, but Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. So if we're ever in a quarry of whether something is legitimate or not, all we have to do is put in a call to our union and they'll check it out. But with modeling, it's not that easy. There are lots of real modeling casting calls as well, but you've got to be really super cautious when you're considering any of the modeling opportunities. In fact, some of those can be downright dangerous, not just, um, not, not just a scammer trying to get your money or your identity. Another a red flag is if it is a casting without an audition. Now, yes, there are some real projects that will cast actors online without meeting them first, but that's usually when they're represented by an agent and their agent will call that talent and speak to them and tell them that they've been uh, prom- you know, promoted for this particular job and uh, it's okay to talk to the client. That's usually what happens. But it's more common among scanner- scammers to claim they want to hire you without even meeting you first. The next thing is locations. A casting scams will often say they're shooting somewhere near you. In other words, they're not specific about what state, what town, what area the project's taking place. Or they'll even change the state sometimes to match your location if you tell them that you've moved. Uh, you know, you might be already finding this just in your personal life on the phone where you are now probably getting robocalls. It'll have your area code, whatever your area code is, if it's 415 or 510 or 925 or 313, whatever it is. And then it's a local number, but it is being forwarded. And it's usually somebody that is um, overseas that is making this call. And it's usually a robocall. I've been getting them from China. I don't answer them. I don't even answer my phone anymore at all. If somebody really wants to reach me, they will leave a message and I will call them back if they're legitimate. And I'm almost very tempted to put that put that on my answering service message. However, I don't think robocalls or, or scammers even listen if you don't answer. So just be careful about that. Address requests. Now, scammers will often imply that you've been hired 
but they'll ask you to send them some additional information first, including your home address and very often your social security. A real project won't need your full home address up front. Now, one of the things I've always told actors, no matter what, is to use a P.O. box and never give out your home address. Although with the Internet, it's pretty easy to find people no matter where they are. Wire transfers. Scammers often come up with a variety of excuses why you have to wire them money. And they'll even offer to pay you extra in exchange for wiring money back to them. And of course, unknown to you, the money you wire will be picked up by the scammer's associate using a different name, likely in a different company, a different country, and then they're going to disappear with the money. So you never want to wire a stranger money ever, no matter what. Now, those wire transfers have been happening just in for generic things. I remember years ago, they were happening for cars. Um, I remember trying to sell our daughter's car in San Diego, and we listed it on Craigslist. And for every legitimate call, I probably had, I mean, it wasn't a call, but, you know, a post that would come back to me on Craigslist, probably had 20 that were scams that would offer to pay me more than what I was even asking for the car. And, um, it, you know, obviously I didn't answer any of those, but that was exactly what they were trying to do. And then even had some people say, will you take a wire? I wouldn't take a wire transfer for anything. And the only time money would be wired is if you are working perhaps with a title company that is legitimate through your bank and everything is copacetic. Now, if there are no casting notices, some scammers will try to post a fake casting call online to supplement their scam emails. But in in reality, most scammers don't even bother to take that extra step. So if someone you've never heard of before emails you just out of the blue, offers to cast you in a project, they don't have a casting notice that they can link back to for more details. Be suspicious. Very important to be suspicious. Next one, this is a biggie, nudity and inappropriate requests. If a project asks you to send them anything you're not comfortable sending them, or if they ask you to do anything at an audition or on set that you're not comfortable with, such as an unexpected request for nudity or to to remove some clothing or any unusual, strange, unprofessional, inappropriate request, just say no. Trust your instincts and walk away because these could be really bad situations. And I know in my early years, and this is long before the internet, uh, I had my agents actually sent me on some wild goose chases that could have been really dangerous. And I was really lucky that nothing ever happened. But especially now in this time of the Me Too generation, I think that people are being much more aware. If there are other fees, any unexpected fees, so if an opportunity requires any sort of legitimate payment from you to participate, like a membership to join a community theater or an entry fee for a talent competition, then the fee requirement should be clearly spelled out in the original listing. However, if fees were not mentioned in the casting call, then the producer surprise you with unexpected fees or other dubious obligations, you have to be wary. It could be a case of pay-to-play, or it could be a bait-and-switch. And those should be reported, if you have an agent, report them to your agent. If you got the, 
the casting from Backstage or SF Casting or LA Casting or any of the casting sites that you might be part of now casting, please report those immediately. And the other thing I just want to say right up front, if you get a request to be represented by a talent agent, but they say that they have a fee, please know that that is a scam. No legitimate talent agency ever requests or requires any fee up front. In fact, it's illegal. They can only accept payment when you book a job and you get paid. And at that point, they get a percentage. If it's a union job, it's usually 10% unless it is negotiated otherwise. If it's non-union, it's 15 to 20%. If it is a print, which is modeling, it's usually 20 to 25%. Again, everything can be negotiated. But no agent gets money until you get money. So be careful. Privacy. If you ever need to upload your resume online, Consider removing your email address, your phone number, and mailing address from your resume first because some scammers look at resumes online so that they can contact you directly. So that's really an important thing. You don't want them to be, you don't want to be contacted directly. And again, if you have an agent, it's always best to go through your agent. If a casting call is accepting submissions, both direct email and from one of the casting company's online submission system, the safest route is always to apply through the online submission system of the casting company because they deliver your submission materials without revealing your email address. And then you can correspond with production via their messaging system once um, you are, you know, either booked or put on on hold. A couple other things. Um, you want to, anything that you want to um, avoid any casting scam, I just want to give you a sample message, okay? So this is, uh, for example, this says from Jason Bell, the subject is casting, casting call, and it says, hello, my name is Jason and there's no period after it. Uh, your resume was shared to us on, on, and then it says the name of the casting. I'm a professional photographer, period. We, it's not capitalized, are seeking male and female models, comma. Then it's a capital W. We have a job offer for you to work with our client fashion outfit. And then it says Valentino. Uh, and then there's a small I. I will like to know if you are interested so I can send more details about the job. I will be waiting to hear back from you. And it, this one, I mean, it, there's so many typos in it that you can just tell that it is it is not a, um, a real thing. So, again, just remember, spelling and grammar do count. You don't need to be a lit major to see a con coming, but all casting notices and emails that solicit your special talents should make sense the first time you read them. And a reputable producer or casting director knows how to spell correctly, knows how to write clearly, and they know how to hire people who do. So you really do want to be suspicious. And just again, I want to reiterate the importance of going through your agent and uh, working with legitimate uh, companies. So I hope that gives you some help of how to avoid scams in the entertainment industry. When we come back from break, 
We're going to go from acting into acting up in the dirt. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And I'll be right back. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show. Well, again, I hope that that information in segment one about warnings for scams is helpful for you and especially helpful for parents who have children that want to be an actor. I just want to give a couple more tips, and that is beware of anyone who tells you there's a shortcut to success. There never is. You have to put in the time, put in the work, and you know, pound the pavement. Beware of photographers who claim to know what's best for you. Always go with your gut. Beware of casting assistants who teach workshops. Who are these people? How are they qualified to teach? Most of them just answer phones for a living. and They're not even in the room when actors audition. And that's another kind of big scam out there. Also beware of fellow actors who might be misleading you with advice. You want to just work with people who are out there working and you feel that you can trust. Also, teachers. Teachers who think they're the center of the world, they're not, okay? There's no right or wrong way to learn how to act. You are really better off studying with a variety of people in a variety of different settings, and that's how you become a great actor. I'm an acting coach, and I've been one for years, but I still encourage all of my clients to study with other people because everybody has something to offer. Just don't get into somebody who wants to tear you down because I don't believe that you get you be torn down to be brought back up. You know, they should start where you are. Beware of agents who promise you the world. 
it isn't theirs to give. And managers with no experience and no contacts who want you to sign long-term contracts, wow, stay away. The list of scams is really endless. So just beware, beware, beware. Well, now I'm going to take off my acting hat and put on my goddess gardener, my big brim hat (laughs) with the hole on top. And we're going to go into the garden because in the next couple of weeks, you as really the final time for you to plant uh, vegetables that you'll be able to harvest for this summer season. And again, it doesn't matter if you have a big plot or you just have a pot or two. You can have a balcony, a porch, or a windowsill. There's no reason that you can't have a few good things that you can pick fresh. So why garden, you ask? It's because of that wonderful taste of vegetables. I am a pretty nice person, but I am a snob at about few a couple of things. And I'm going to tell you what I am a snob in. I like Wonderful wine. I like good beer. And I will only eat tomatoes that are homegrown. I'll only eat grapes that are homegrown and oranges. Those three things, I I don't know, you know, I cannot eat a store-bought tomato. And when my husband brings one home, it's like, okay, hon, you get to eat the plastic. I'll wait for mine to be ripe. Because there's just nothing quite like fresh vegetables. And you can grow them. So in this little guide, I'm going to highlight just a few basics of vegetable gardening and planting and how you can pick the right site for your garden or your pot and how to create the right size of your garden and how to select some vegetables that you want to grow. So when it comes to location, you've heard location, location, location. Yes, the location is critical and you need a sunny location because Almost all vegetables need at least six hours of direct sunlight per day. The more sunlight they receive, the greater the harvest, the bigger the vegetables, and the yummier the taste. Soil. A plant in good soil. Plants, roots, penetrate soft soil more easily. So you need a nice, loamy soil. You can enrich your soil with compost because that's going to give it nutrients. You can buy a good potting soil. You can buy good soil that is for vegetables, especially if you only are going to plant in containers. Absolutely buy soil. You have to make sure that there's proper drainage because you don't want the water to collect on top or you don't want it to drain too quickly. You don't want to drown your uh, plants, but you also don't want to give them um, so much thirst, you know, that they'll die. Then you want to plant in a very stable environment. You don't want to plant in a place that is going to flood, like if you have too much rain or dry out too much. You don't want uh, it, you don't want to put your pots in a real windy place, or you don't want to. Uh, Keep them in the shade again. So again, remember it's location. You want to have that. Now, what about the size? If you're in an apartment, you're already limited. So you're probably just going to have a balcony or a couple of containers. Uh, You know, you just might have a windowsill and that's totally fine. So then we'll just figure out what would be good to plant in there. If you actually have a backyard or a garden, it's still better to be proud of a small garden than to be frustrated by a big one. So start small. That's one of the most common errors that beginners make is they want to plant too much too soon and absolutely way more than they could ever eat or want. And I mean, unless you just want to have 
zucchini that, you know, you're going to make jewelry out of or something. So, you know, you probably just want a small plot, maybe a 10 by 10 if you have a garden. That will easily feed a family of four for a full summer with a little leftover for freezing or canning or giving away to friends and neighbors. And being a gardener, you always want to give things away. I mean, that is me. That's what I like to do. Now, vegetables that may yield more than a crop in one season will be beans, beets, carrots, cabbage, kohlrabi, lettuce, radishes, rutabaga, spinach, turnips, and, of course, tomatoes will keep, um, as long as you're picking them, they will keep giving you tomatoes all season long. Now, all of those things you can plant in your garden or you can plant them in a container. So if those are things you like. Now, the things that you really want to plant are things that you like. So if you are somebody that, like I love arugula, so I need arugula. My husband doesn't like arugula. He likes lettuces. So I plant arugula and I plant lettuces. But we also were both big beet eaters. We love beets, so I plant a lot of beets. And uh, I always love to plant radishes because they're really great, not just raw, but you can grill them, and they're, and they're great. Now, when it comes to spacing, if you're a person that wants to plant corn and you love corn, just remember it needs a lot of space. And it can overshadow the shorter vegetables. So if you plant the, cl- the plants too close together, they're going to all compete for sunlight and water and nutrition and they won't mature properly. So you have to pay attention to spacing. If you're going to use seeds, seed packets are less expensive than buying individual plants. But if the seeds don't germinate, you've lost money and you've wasted time. So you really want to uh, check out seed packages and companies and make sure that you are going to a reputable dealer If you're getting these super discounted seeds, maybe they're either old or they're not going to sprout. So I personally like to plant uh, the individual plants, even though they cost a little bit more, of a few things that I want to make sure that I'm going to grow. And those are tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, and zucchini. I don't throw the seeds of those. Those, I actually buy the plants and they grow. And I sometimes I buy some seeds and I try them too, but I have so many birds that I find that the seeds, the birds eat. Now, I have great luck with lettuces and arugula and beans and peas and carrots and radishes. Um, and did I say beet, beets already? Yeah, uh, by planting a seed. I also love to grow artichokes. Now, those can take a couple of years before you'll get your artichokes, but the great thing is they come back year after year. Like, I just had uh, an artichoke from my garden last night, and it was it was great. And they're beautiful plants, by the way. They get big, so that's probably not going to be good for a pot. But if you have a yard, it really is good. Now, watering your plants with the correct amount, neither too much nor too little, that's going to give them the best chance of producing vegetables that are going to be mature and well-formed. And then you want to harvest at the right time. <laughs> I know I kind of sound like uh, the three bears, you know, or Goldilocks. It's, you know, this one's too hot, this one's too cold. You don't want to plant too early. You don't want to plant too late. But every vegetable has its own planting date. So you, if you're planting by seeds, read the seed packet. You can also check an almanac's best planting d- dates, which gives a gardening calendar customized to your local 
Now, what about if you're just an absolute beginner? What would be some good plants for you? I'm going to just tell you the top 10 for beginners. And whether you like these or not, um, these are the easiest to grow. So tomatoes, they again, I plant the plants. And five plants, if you planted five tomato plants, you will get plenty of tomatoes to feed a family of four. Zucchini squash. You want to plant probably three or four if for four. I only plant two of them because I, I like zucchini, but sometimes they just go crazy and you can get just too much going. So I'll do a couple of different kinds of squash, maybe like a crook neck squash, a couple plants of those and a couple plants of zucchini. So I'm getting plenty of squash, but different varieties. Peppers, four to six plants. And I like to plant lots of different peppers. If you like hot peppers, you might want to plant habaneros. You know, if you're just a bell pepper, they have, you could plant the red bell peppers. You can get red, green, yellow bell peppers. Uh, but you could also plant jalapenos. So decide what kind of peppers and how hot you want them. Cabbage. Cabbage is fairly easy to grow. Beans. Now, those are really fun, especially for kids. I would say beans and radishes are the most fun for kids. Bush beans and climbing beans, they grow really quickly. I planted some rattlesnake beans. I only planted them because I love the name. But boy, they're there. When they grow, they're these big beans and they look like a rattlesnake, which probably isn't that exciting to look at. But they're um, they're long. They can get like eight inches long. But when you cook them, they turn green. But they look they're brown and and black and beige, like a rattlesnake coloring when you um, when you pick them. So they're kind of interesting for kids to plant. Lettuce is really easy to grow, and the great thing of lettuce is you can just keep cutting it, cutting it back as you need it, and it keeps growing. And then you can do what we call succession planting. Every three weeks, throw a little bit more seeds. Beets, carrots, Swiss chard are all easy. And, of course, I already said radishes because uh, those are great. You do have to thin the seeds. Otherwise, the radishes won't mature. So when they're, you know, an inch or so high, just pull out some of the radishes. And, by the way, you can eat any of those seedlings that you, um, that you pull out. Now, the final thing that is very easy to grow and you really need to put it in your garden are throw some seeds of marigolds. They are uh, they help attract pollinators, but most of all, what they do is they keep the bugs away. So that is a, a good one. If you want um, cucumbers, you can plant cucumbers, but don't plant cucumbers and zucchini close together. They actually do some kind of weird cross pollinating, and what happens is you get uh, bitter cucumbers and bitter zucchini, and neither of them taste good. So. That isn't a fun thing. If you can plant, um, build a raised bed, like a four by four by eight foot, just one, those would be great. It saves your back. And then if you put wire on the bottom, keeps the gophers out and any, and the rats, anything that, that digs, that would be really great. And in one four by four by eight, you could have a mound of zucchini. You could have assorted peppers. You could have tomatoes. You could have okra. You could have your beans, your eggplant. Uh, I also plant basil all the time. And I love just to, you can just go buy a basil plant and plant it and, and uh, make sure 
to give it a little fertilizer and it'll grow big and then you can have your basil and tomato salad which is yummy uh, let's see fertilizing too uh, you know uh, you can see I always like to put a natural fertilizer on uh, something that is a continuous release fertilizer and just follow label directions but um, they do need to have, your vegetables do need something. But keep everything organic because you know what goes into your soil. And that is the most important thing. John Van Denver said, there are only two things that money can't buy. True love and homegrown tomatoes. And in my opinion, there isn't really anything more satisfying than plucking a sun-ripened juicy tomato straight from the vine and then munching on it right there where you stand and grabbing a sprig of basil I mean for me growing my own food truly is love so if you want to enjoy fresh flavor fresh from your garden uh, whether you again it's your balcony your patio or a pot or your yard just remember we're in the final days to sow and plant so this would mean that you would have plenty of nutritious and succulent ingredients for your meals for the rest of the season and probably right through fall. So get into the dirt, start digging, and the great news is that you don't need a large space to accommodate your culinary and dietary requirements. So start small, no matter how much you like, and just either grow from seed or from plants. Give them sunlight, water, some fertilizer, and um, you know, have it not too close, not too far. I mean, from your kitchen, so that you can just run out there and uh, grab it. So um, again, I just want to say a last chance to buy tickets: the Oakland A's versus the LA Angels baseball game, which is happening June fifteenth, and is a tax deductible donation to support the literacy and youth charity of Be the Star You Are. You can buy your tickets directly and choose your field seats. You uh, go to bethestarur.org, click on events, and then there is a link there to Group Maddox, which is supplied by the Oakland A's, and you buy them directly there from the A's. And if you need a tax receipt, we will be happy to send you one. So when we come back from break, we have more to come. As we said at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about the 5G life and what is coming up with that. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. I'll be right back. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. important is interpersonal communication. A national survey of sales professionals conducted by the Nuremberg Group answers this question as number one in importance. Interpersonal communication received a 95%. Self-motivation, 94%. Conflict resolution, 90%. Selling expertise, 86%. Presentation skills, 79. So giving an excellent presentation is no longer sufficient in gaining a competitive edge. You need to be able to connect with your customer and be customer-focused in selling. So be personable. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. 
I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com or call 925-377-STAR, 925-377-STAR to book a private coaching session. Be the star you are, the star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling Well, we are still together, and it has been a show business show. And as always, we do throw in a little bit of nature and gardening in there. And don't forget to pick up a copy of Growing with the Goddess Gardener, which is my newest book that's been out a couple of months now. The best prices are available at my website, CynthiaBryan.com. You can go ahead and go to online stores or Amazon, but make sure you check CynthiaBryan.com because you'll see that uh, you'll get the best discounts, plus you get a lot of free goodies when you buy direct. And since 25% of... The sales go to be the star you are. The only way that money does go to be the star you are is if you buy them directly from our website. Otherwise, it just goes to the publishers and to the online stores. And um, I don't even know if I will see any of that, but for sure, the charity won't see any of it. So just wanted to make sure that you go to CynthiaBryan.com and click on books. And um, just so you know, the third book in the Be The Star You Are series, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers Celebrating Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, hopefully will have a release sometime this summer. Make sure you tune in to Express Yourself every week, which is our young adult show that airs on Voice America Kids Network every Tuesday at noon Pacific, because each week the uh, teens are reading a chapter from the new book, and there are 31 contributors who are all millennials to boomers, and that they're really, really uh, life enhancing, kind of awe-inspiring, and they really make you think. So check it out. Uh, Voice America Kids Network, Express Yourself Teen Radio, Tuesdays at noon Pacific. Well, we've had 2G, 3G, 4G, and now we're on the brink of a breakthrough in wireless technology. 
called 5G Mobile Internet, and it's going to put the speed of a fiber connection in everything from our smartphones to our cars. So what is it offering us? This is information that was provided by Young Ki Kim, who's the head of Samsung's network business. It's sort of a glimpse of what a truly connected world is going to look like. So first of all, making real connections. 5G has the potential to dramatically reshape our lives from leisure pursuits to emergency medical treatments. It's going to give everything, cars, homes, drones, medical equipment, instant access to the Internet. This technology is going to extend wireless connectivity beyond our smartphones. It's going to radically enhance machine-to-machine connections. And by the end of 2018, 5G is going to be available in dozens of U.S. cities, including Atlanta, Sacramento, and New York. I hope it's coming to uh, San Francisco as well. And, of course, everybody listening is probably hoping it's coming to you. But by 2020, the experts are anticipating that 5G mobile networks will be available nationwide. Now, I don't know about you, but I, uh, I remember the days of dial-up. I first got on to the Internet in 1993, and in 1994, I launched the, my first website of star-dial.com, and the... You'd have that dial tone and then this eh, this horrible sound, and it took forever. And, of course, we thought it was very fast. And uh, emails were, I mean, you know, if I remember thinking if I got 20 emails in a day, I was on overload. Now it's like 800, and I'm, you know, I'm definitely on overload. So it's so interesting how much faster it is. And also when it talks about, how this connectivity is going to make everything instant and it's going to be, you know, just like fiber connection. I do remember when I first started radio back in 1998, one of my colleagues uh, at uh, KGO, which was a, um, a big 50 watt, uh, I mean, 50,000 watt, Um, terrestrial station here in San Francisco was uh, moving to a different area and in order for him to still be able to do his radio show they had to put in fiber and they had to put in these T1 I don't know it was incredibly expensive incredibly expensive and I always thought oh that would be so great to be able to do a radio show from your office or your home and not have to be in the studio and it's amazing how fast technology and how far it has come Well, the next thing that 5G is going to do is entertainment actually on demand. So today it takes about four minutes to download a movie on a 4G LTE network. Now, I think that's really fast. But with 5G, that same film is going to be on your tablet or your phone in as little as six seconds. At those speeds and with help from connected headsets, theme park visitors are actually going to be able to stream high-definition virtual reality experiences while on a speeding roller coaster. Can you imagine that actually just thinking about that? I think I'm getting really, really dizzy. The next thing it's doing, self-driving in harmony. Now, for self-driving cars to safely navigate the streets, 
they have to be able to communicate and they have to communicate with one another, with traffic signals and with passengers. Now, cars equipped with 5G-powered mapping will be able to see and react to their surroundings instantaneously. And this is going to let vehicles alert their fellow vehicles to accidents that are ahead, preventing pileups. Now, an ambulance racing down a busy highway could signal for nearby cars to pull over long before a human driver could even react to that siren. And that's a good thing. I was reading about self-driving cars because I'm still a bit frightened of them. And I salute the people who are brave enough to get in a self-driving car. We have a friend who, um, who bought one of the Teslas. And he, he actually watches movies while letting his car drive, which to me that's really frightening. But he doesn't. But what I was reading about him is, is that there are going to have to be several fatalities in the near future before self-driving cars are going to figure out how to prevent fatalities completely because the technology is still learning. So I don't want to be one of those fatalities or one of those injured. And the problem with the self-driving cars is even if you're not in one, you could be uh, one of the victims uh, if a self-driving car hits you, just like it hit a bus recently. Now, smarter, safer cities. By combining cloud technology with real-time video and analytics, cities are going to be able to better manage everything from electric grids to traffic patterns. And in water mains, 5G-connected sensors would be able to detect and fix leaks long before a break occurs. That's a really good thing. Intelligent streetlights could direct cars to empty parking spaces. Another good thing, especially in cities like San Francisco, where uh, parking is $60 to $80 a day, which is crazy. Some people aren't even making that much in a day. Uh, New York, I think, is much, much worse. And in cities, we'll be able to better track and reduce energy usage, improving air quality and reducing pollution. Now, the only thing that I worry about with this um, this 5G technology is what I was talking about, about at the top of the hour, which is the cybersecurity, is hackers are going to be able to hack into these things, and how are we going to prevent that? So I guess that's all to be discussed. But now, there's a call for resources. So 5G relies on a wireless spectrum. It relies on airwaves for its speed and its power. So governments manage spectrum allocations, and there simply aren't enough high-powered spectrum allocations to bring 5G everywhere it can and should be at the moment. So without the necessary bandwidth, We'll be bottlenecking 5G's game-changing speed, and we'll be capping the potential. So governments are going to need to allocate sufficient spectrum as soon as possible so that the industry can begin new network deployment and make universal 5G-powered services a reality. And I really do like the IG, the idea of faster, safer, better. I mean, that really appeals to me, as I'm sure it appeals to everyone. Anyone um, who is, you know, on the Internet and is working on a system that is still slow can understand it. I did, uh, oh, like a few months ago, had to change to Comcast for 
our uh, business internet because it was we had AT&T we're trying to be very loyal and we had UVerse and all this they absolutely could not provide any fast speeds at all and things were always dropping and I couldn't download I couldn't upload there wasn't a possibility when the Academy Awards would come around or the Screen Actor Guild Award and I would have to be voting. And more things these days are online. So instead of them giving you passes to the movies, they give you a key pass to go online and watch a movie. I don't like watching it on my computer, but I could watch it on a streaming on my big screen if I had streaming. So now we do have we had to change to Comcast, which I have to say is much faster. So for those of you who are still suffering through AT&T, um, unless you have a fast speed near you, our area didn't have it. You may, you know, look into other options because they might be out there. Well, that is our show for today. Thank you for being great listeners and allowing me to be with you every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. I hope that you will go to bethestarur.org, click on events, and buy tickets for the A's and Angels game. If you're not going to go, how about giving them as a gift uh, for Father's Day to somebody you know or giving them to a friend or donating them to some kids who may not be able to afford to go. And the other thing is we are selling raffle tickets for only $5 with 100% of the proceeds going to be the star you are. And that's for the opportunity to get a free game, to get to go to batting practice, and to get to meet the players. So for 5 bucks, you have that opportunity. And you can buy those of, by either sending a checks or you can use our PayPal pal system. All the information is at bethestarur.org. So um, get to it. Uh, we'll be sending, selling raffle tickets until June 10th, so there's still plenty of time for raffle tickets. For more information about Star Style Productions or about anything that I'm doing, visit CynthiaBryan.com. You can also buy my books there, CynthiaBryan.com forward slash books. And again, uh, you want to be in touch with Be The Star You Are. Consider making a donation. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, give you some new news that is not fake news, and motivate you. So cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And read a book this week. It is like a garden in your pocket. And make sure to plant a vegetable or two that you can enjoy this whole summer. Well, until we celebrate again next week, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. We'll be together next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Have a great week. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program star style be the star you are we have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire inform entertain and motivate you to be the star you were born